This hour of the Bill Meyer Show podcast is made possible by Clouser Drilling. Clouser Drilling is proud to sponsor the show. We appreciate them, too. If you need to drill for water, be sure to call Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. ClouserDrilling.com. This hour of the Bill Meyer Show podcast is made possible by Clouser Drilling. Clouser Drilling is proud to sponsor the show. We appreciate them, too. If you need to drill for water, be sure to call Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. ClouserDrilling.com. Four minutes after eight. Ron Gordon, haven't talked to you for a few days. Great to have you back from Edward Jones. Well, the market's been on a yeah. uh, a crazy tear for a while. They were doing some give back. How's it working on Thursday so far, Ron? Yeah, so far today, it seems like we're seeing the markets uh, give back a little bit in some places. But for the day, we're up. Overall, this week, we've lost about 1.5% going into the new year mm-hmm. uh, from where we were at the end. Some of the things that are pushing towards that as well, we, like you said, we've been on a tear. So people are taking their, their earnings and readjusting their portfolios going into the next year to see what's going on. A lot of that also, though, is that we knew going into the new year that there was the possibility that the market was a little overheated and it was going to have to recalibrate. So we're going to continue to keep an eye on that as as things go on. The Federal Reserve's meeting in December agreed that uh, a rate increase uh, that started in 2022 was going to start uh, tapering off probably in March of this year. Now, I was reading something here, Ron, that they were talking about six rate cuts in 2024. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly one of the things that is on the table there. And that's one reason that the market has been pushed so high is because we're expecting those rate cuts to dramatically impact the balance sheets of these companies that had a lot of debt um, and then have been trying to figure out, OK, now what do we do with the interest rates being so high? If the rates come back, that's basically pushing money back into the marketplace, mm-hmm. allowing it easier for people to borrow again or not pay as much for the borrowing that they've already done. Uh, freeing up some of that capital for expansion. So that's really a good thing for businesses, but it could also mean that if we have a black swan event that we're not expecting, um, that inflation could rear its ugly head again. We'll we'll keep our, our eyes open to that. But at the moment, the, the direction is, hey, stocks are going to have a great year. They're just recalibrating at the moment. All right, Ron Gordon and Edward Jones, his number is 734-007-0, 734-0070. Appreciate it. Great to have you back. And, uh, hey, we'll talk again tomorrow. Thank you so much. All right. Sounds great. Thank, Thank you, Ron. Six minutes after eight, Diane Anderson standing by. We'll talk with her in a couple of minutes. And I don't know if you can see her on the Facebook. And I guess you can't see her on the Facebook camera. That's all right. You can move over a little bit if you want to be in camera. Or if you don't care, it doesn't matter. She doesn't care. All right, fine. <laughs> you can look at me, and I'll be talking with Diane, all right? Uh, hello, line one. Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Hello. Who's this? Good morning. It's Gene Newsom. Gene. You said who would you not be surprised to see on the list? Newsom. Oh, Newsom. Okay, so Newsom you won't be surprised to see on the Epstein list. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And just, uh, you know, the the hair is just a little too perfect, you know? Well, he's a California dictator, so yeah, okay, all right, and uh, and carrying the water for <laughs> for the agenda could be all right. Thanks for the call, there, Gene Newsom. So Newsom is another name you won't be surprised to find out that might be on the Epstein list. All right, hi, who's this? Good morning, welcome. Uh, yeah, this is Roger. Hey, Roger, what are you thinking? Um, uh, 
two things. One is uh, I'm kind of curious if Roberts isn't on the list. Oh, the, uh, the uh, Supreme Court Justice. Oh, uh, yeah. Chief Justice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is Epstein, I, I personally believe he was he was set up to do that, to control politicians and other people of importance. And I'm wondering who the new Epstein is, because I'm certain they've replaced him already. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Uh, I haven't uh, given much thought about that because, yeah, I've always thought that this whole Epstein operation, especially when you hear about the uh, the talk about it, where even the Fed said, hey, leave this guy alone. He's ours. I've thought of this as a joint as a joint CIA Mossad operation. That's what I always thought Epstein was all about, because uh, what does intelligence want? They want dirt on people because uh, they control them. And then can you say that uh, that our federal government hasn't acted as if it's been controlled by people that have dirt on them? <laughs> you know? Well, that's my point. They've they've already got I'm certain they've already got somebody else in that position to control people. Yeah. Who's next to who's the new Epstein? You know what it probably is now? You don't need people. You just need Google. How about Google, right? Maybe it's just Google. What do you think? Just just uh, expose their online activities and that'll really That's <laughs> all it takes. That's all it takes. Yep. Huh? Here's your my here's your OnlyFans account. Oh, you got Pornhub. All the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody would like to hear about that, wouldn't they? All right, my friend. All right, thanks for the call. (laughs) It's eight minutes after eight. After the Kim Commando digital update, we're going to talk about the 15-minute cities and are they trying to reset Southern Oregon neighborhoods to a better, more peaceful time? We'll talk about that with Diane Anderson. She's going to be doing a couple more uh, presentations here, uh, going down this uh, rabbit hole. Perfect for Conspiracy Theory Thursday and beyond. This hour of the Bill Meyer Show is brought to you by Johnson Builders, Southern Oregon's leading authority in post-frame and steel buildings for over 20 years. Johnson Builders is the leading authority of post and frame construction in Southern Oregon and Northern California for over 20 years. Save on shops, garages, barns, and covered riding arenas during their winter sale. For commercial, industrial, or residential, they have you covered with the lowest pricing of the year while the winter sale lasts. Visit www.johnson.builders or check them out on Instagram at Johnson Builders Corp for ideas on your project. Financing available. Johnson Builders, building for your future. Dad's chair. It's where he read his paper, where he sipped his scotch, and where he yelled at the referees on TV. You always knew you could find Dad relaxing in that old chair. Even when he wasn't home, you wouldn't dare sit in his spot. Not out of fear, but out of reverence. After all, a king has his throne, and Dad had his chair. Do you have one, too? If not, we do. Garrisons.com. We got your back and your chair. Just a few years ago, wrist-worn fitness devices were the biggest holiday gifts. This year, it's a New Year's resolution for many, even professional athletes, to simply dump the trackers. Here's why. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by NetSuite. If you run a business, visit NetSuite.com slash Kim today and get NetSuite's KPI checklist absolutely free. Measuring the number of steps you take every day while tracking your heart rate was a big deal for runners, swimmers, and bicyclists for a decade. But now, these digital devices are out of favor. There's no question that they work. The problem is, they work too well. From the pros to average people getting exercise, the story is the same. Fitness devices become addictive. Instead of enjoying the moment, many realize that they're addicted to the data. The walk, the run, or the swim is no longer fun. It's a chore to read the data, compare progress, or the lack of it, and then pick up the next day to outdo the day before. If you're no longer enjoying your daily exercise, maybe you should dump the tracker. Get TechSmarts every day with my free newsletter. Sign up at GetKim.com.
Are you 55 and up and looking to get a great value on your phone plan? Then look no further than T-Mobile. They have an exclusive plan made just for you with more savings. Get two lines on T-Mobile's network for $27.50 aligned with AutoPay, an eligible payment method. That's a savings of 50% versus AT&T and Verizon's unlimited plans. Plus, you can get one of the latest 5G phones free when you add a line. That means you can stay connected on the latest phones for free. Don't miss out. Join T-Mobile, America's largest 5G network. Go to T-Mobile.com slash 55 or call 1-800-T-MOBILE to switch today. Two lines for twenty-seven fifty per line plus taxes and fees. $5 more per line without auto pay. Debit or bank account required. Phone up to $300 off via 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers plus tax. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line. Connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com for details. The news of 2023. I remember. October. Speaker of the House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. It's the benefit of this country that we have a better Speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy. I will not run for Speaker again. From the great state of Louisiana and the 56th Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, the Honorable Mike Johnson. For all the news in 2024, stay with KMED and KCMD. In South Jackson County, hear KMED best on 106.7 FM. Translator K294AS Ashland. The Bill Myers Show on 106.3 KMED and 99.3 KCMD. Yeah, I put the camera on you anyway, Sam. Sam, Diane, Anderson. Do you prefer, do you prefer uh, Sam or Diane? I know you have both. Diane is fine. Diane is fine? Yeah. All right. Diane Anderson. Diane or Diana? I just want to get that right. Diana's fine. Okay, Diana. Yeah. All right, because see, my uh, my sister's name is Diana, so I'm oh, just going to remember Diana. Diana. So Diane, oh. Diana and Diana are different, all right? That's novel. Uh, Diana Anderson, though, has uh, been on the show several times over the uh, years here, and it's a perfect conspiracy theory Thursday kind of thing because it's not about conspiracy theory. It's just kind of like the fact of conspiracy about this. Yes. Uh, we wonder about the, uh, the control grids that have been... Uh, kind of imposed here and we, we see even what holly was talking about you see less yes. we the people and more of this uh, top-down authoritarianism in there and we even see it in the executive orders of uh, former governor brown with the climate-friendly equitable communities we're going to turn medford and grants pass and ashland into the perfect little communist 15-minute cities you know to right. to keep you and you won't have to go anywhere because all your needs will be there and plus your continuing education will everything will be there. We'll have that uh, that perfect little uh, you know communistic sort of thing. All the provisions. Yeah. What I was kind of wondering about here. First of all, tell me about when your next uh, presentation is going to be because we only scratch the surface here when you do fifteen twenty minutes on okay. talk radio. Okay? Well, I'm doing two in January, and the first one will be next week on Wednesday the tenth, and I'll be covering uh, Protopian future. In other words. Um, well, we hear about it as the Great Reset, but it's actually about building back better. And what they mean by that is that they're going to go back to a technocratic or technocracy, a science of social engineering. Mm-hmm. Okay. They say it's a scientific operation, the entire social mechanism to provide, produce, provide, distribute goods and services to the entire population. And they're going to do that. In 1930, they said that they will do that by distributing um, a certificate of distribution. 
Now, whether it comes in the form of digital money, because they do Great Reset and uh, the, the World Economic Forum, uh, Protopia Labs have stated that they're going to be a cashless society, but they're going to give you some type of a certificate that allows you to um, at least uh, minimally subside. Yeah, It reminds, and um, technocracy is actually an old thing. It, it is actually it is. a very old ideology, right. and I think that uh, they got in front of their skis in the 1930s when this first yes. came out, uh-huh. but the technology has now advanced to the point where they would have an easier time at this, which is another reason why I insist people, why are you using your debit cards? Why are you not forcing the use of cash more cash often, too? Because uh, you keep something in uh, circulation by continuing to make it popular. You know, Correct. that uh, sort of thing. It's one of those uh, little ways to resist, but I don't want to go off just on yeah. the uh, cashless thing. Well, I wanted to concentrate on what, if I say the word global education, people construe that to mean, um, you know, education in a building where you take coursework, you have an assessment, mm-hmm. you know, a set of standards, you meet it, graduate, get a diploma. Well, even Oregon is getting really close now. You don't need uh, um, any diploma at the end of a, you know, the 12th grade anymore. There won't be a graduation ceremony. We don't because, have, yeah, we don't have the same kind of uh, tests and things like that. You don't need that right. because you're, you'll be educated your entire life, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, education will not stop. F- f- formal education may, may get you into a job, more vocational. When, when Klaus Schwab talks about the fourth industrial revolution, he's talking about seven very specific of vocational categories. And that's what I want to talk about on Wednesday. And they all have their skill sets all all mapped out and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. They um they're going to go to completely to a digital world. Complete so even uh say the fact that you want to take um uh, history or any of the humanities, literature, anything like that, that's out. That's That'll be gone. If you want that, you'll be paying for it from another venue, another venue, some other, you know, private or whatever. But um, it's skill development, and you'll take a lot of that education in your community learning center, which is the heart of a 20-minute neighborhood. Now, a 13-minute city is a little different. There's no school or community learning center in the center of a 15-minute city. The 15-minute city has a commercial hub, like downtown. Downtown Medford is an example, which is what the climate-friendly, equitable community, just think Klaus Schwab City, is what uh, Governor Brown did with her executive order. So it's, it's all one great, big, holistic, integrated system. Um, I use picture, I use a PowerPoint presentation. So for instance, uh, anything that affects your lifestyle here, anything from arts, business, health, recreation, housing, faith, your church, um, Medford, the city of Medford has a task force team that's going to affect that. They're going to have the limitations and they're going to have their demand management uh, definitions in Oregon law to back them up when it comes to the time when by 2029 they will initiate a uh, their 
action in order so you can't drive downtown. Now, do you have evidence of this uh, on the city council agenda at this point, or have they already agreed in the past? You can go to the city of Medford's website, scroll through a few of the pages there, go down to where you see like urban renewal Mm -hmm. development, and next to that you will see climate-friendly areas. That's our name down here for 20-minute neighborhoods. In other words, when you see an example of, well, even that idiotic uh, bike lane road diet downtown, right? that is most likely part of that agenda. It is, the correct? transportation agenda part of it. You know, and I, when I was looking into it deeply, um, I discovered that, the, you know, the, there's a person head of that uh, initiative where they want to add more county commissioners. Mm-hmm. to the county and they're doing the same up uh, in josephine county in, josephine in, in county. fact josephine county it's on the ballot in may is it yeah. definitely on the yeah. ballot um the gal who heads that up here in jackson county is actually uh she uh sits in position number one at the rogue valley transportation district she's the one that initiated this thing so the players that actually want to change things toward creating these neighborhoods, driverless futures, are actually in a lot of positions. And the main sponsor for a lot of these, and when I say Medford Vision 2040, I'm not talking about Medford solely. Medford happened to be the place in, in their city department where they listed the 85 or more actions that they want to take to affect your life. Rogue Valley Council government sponsored the one for Eagle Point. They sponsored the one for Ashland. In fact, Ashland and Eagle Point share the same consulting company in order to bring these actions about, in order to bring out 20-minute planning. And this uh, this same consulting company, uh, no doubt from Portland? For Portland, it was different. It's different for every city. Um, for Medford, it's uh, Jensen Strategies an Algonji uh, engineering firm. So a lot of changes have to take place before they can do anything like this. Uh, first thing, they come in and they assess the community to see if it has the capacity to to be engineered. But you see, you have to understand, this is where they want to take it. This is where they, if you want to talk about right. it, the uh, technocratic 20-minute uh, city, 15-minute city, or uh, you know, your 20-minute neighborhood, right. uh, whatever the case might be. Um, we're not really programmed for that right now, but we're being conditioned. I guess. Well, they have that... their, they have their candidates all picked out. There's six of them, six or seven of them here in Port in um, Medford area. Ashland has candidates too for neighborhood units. That is the that's the architectural term um, officially for it because it was named after the guy who designed a neighborhood unit. And and way back in the 1930s. So they bring that forward. Big architectural firms. And architecture doesn't mean building a building. Mm-hmm. It means building a landscape. They want to change the landscape of America. And changing the way we live. The way we live. how you, What your streets look like. Who can drive on those streets. Um, it. Right. Well, and, and to bring that in, I would imagine you have to get them to the point where, uh, gosh, elections don't matter. Well, they say in the in the future, a global education forum is saying, for one, you won't need to vote anymore. 
and in the realm of the 20-minute neighborhood, each neighborhood, like in Los Angeles, has a neighborhood committee or an empowerment committee, they call it down there. And the people who you can volunteer or people are elected to these committees, and they're the ones who actually look out into the neighborhood to see if there's any infrastructure that needs repaired or to make sure everything's livable. And I, I, I livability, I went in there to cry and kind of, you know, get a handle on what they mean by what is livable, what's livability. And a friend said to me, it's probably, you know, if they see a don't tread on me flag, you know, that's, that's not, not livable. livable. That's no. not livable. That causes contention in the community. So we're talking about the future. But right now, when you're talking about the local implementation for this scheme, even the even such a, such a, something which would be looked at as reasonably innocuous, like uh, the cancel culture, for say, in some right. cases, right. people being canceled. That's part of it, though, isn't it? Well, we see that coming Unified. in. They want to yeah. cancel the culture. And, and cult, in fact, the coursework if you want to take history, literature, any of the humanities, World Economic Forum from Moscow and, and from Silicon Valley, they call those cultural classes. They don't want them part of your formal education anymore. The only thing that's part of a formal education for young people is vocational education. And that's part of the seven uh, specifically designed um uh, fourth Industrial Revolution categories. I think, that, that, I think this goes away here, uh, Diane, to explain why there's been a uh, dumbing down or a watering down of civics and or uh, history. Oh, yeah. And, and cultural education, you right. know, and Western civilization being demonized because ultimately this is so deep, so dark. This, this is like one of the worst conspiracies that you could possibly come, it is. come from. It is. Um, you know, Holly talked about, uh, you know, her concern, too, is how do we get rid of this? I yeah, mean, how, when, yeah, how do you burn we, this out? How do you burn see, this system out? When we out? see a program that comes in and, uh, well, so far we haven't changed anything in education. It's getting worse and worse as the years go by, and I've been doing this for 25 years or more. But um, short of getting 500 cars to go downtown in 2030 to protest it, like you said, when you don't have anything to lose anymore and you don't care if you get fined so much, you know, that might be the only way. But right now, if Metro government is bringing this in through Rogue Valley RV COG, okay, they are part of a Metro planning organization. <clears throat> and Metro government has little connection with any legislature they don't need the legislatures to even put this into place. In fact, they reinvented the government when Goals 2000 Educate America Act came into Oregon back in the 90s. So all you needed was business and industry, the schools, and nonprofits. And they're the ones that set the agenda. You, in fact, you describe Medford government right now, essentially. That's exactly what they're doing. I went to City Hall and brought a flyer, and I had point by point what this Medford vision would be, what, you know, the, the most concerning points on it. And I was the only one there, other than a few people that were there to report on assignments that, they, that was given by the committee, by the, by the city council. There's no one there. I couldn't believe it that I was the only one there that evening. And if you go down there and try and park, too. 
around the building. Mm-hmm. You know, there's very restricted parking there in the evenings even, you know, let alone, you know, the daytime. So, and I find that people who are, at least in Jackson County, I'm finding that there are very honest, well, con- you know, very concerned people that are Republican that are fear treading on this Medford thing. And I know the county commissioners are unhappy about this. They don't, they think Medford uh, Vision 2040 is not good for the county. But what happens to people say, well, yeah, we could, we need to control traffic a little bit and we need affordable housing. That's the second thing on their agenda. We need mixed-use neighborhoods. So, oh, downtown, if you've got some empty building or empty offices above you in your building and they're not being used, why don't we retrofit them into small apartment-size units? And like Seattle, you don't even care if you have money down or a credit check or a background check. You just move right in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So people won't argue with affordable housing. That's the second thing on their agenda. So it's hard to fight. But when you when you go to an action where they want to assign a docent, D-O-C-E-N-T, to monitor your neighborhood and their support group for that or the people they want to hire for a docent would come from faith-based organizations or from neighborhood watches to watch you and watch your neighborhood. They're, they're, they're there to watch you. Another thing is they, Bedford City Hall, what do they have to do? What business is of theirs to get a list of all the public and private preschools, do some research on them in this area, and then give that data to what they call some nonprofit organization? What nonprofit are they talking about? Yeah. And why do they want to give all the data from all our preschools to this, you know, entity? Do, why do, does the city of Medford have? They have no business being in that. Does the city council know this or understand it? Or well, is this, I or is point this done, by point or, went up or, to or, them. Or, or is this done through, uh, you know, the staff, the hired staff that doesn't really give no. a crap who's uh, I, on the well, council? Well, you, um, you have city managers. Surely they know. Surely they know about this. They have hired a task force team. I mean, we got Al Densmore on a member of the task force team, and he's running against Colleen Roberts as an independent, Mm -hmm. even though in the past he's always been a Democratic representative. One time he ran for an office as an independent, I mean, a Republican. So he he runs uh, on some... Uh, in political, pack, bi- political, political bisexual. Yeah, okay, right, yeah, we got yeah. it. Okay, bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, before we take off here, uh, I'm going to take a break, and then okay. I, I want to talk about the Russian United States connection yes. that you had showed me a little bit ago. Okay. And this kind of goes down to a theory. You know, we're, we're sitting around here. We're telling Russia bad, Russia bad, Russia bad is how we're conditioned to think right now, and it appears that we're already more tightly tied to communist Russia than one might think. Oh yeah. All right. 
And it uh, was uh, done in the Obama administration. Surprise, surprise. All right. We'll tell you more about that coming up. Hey, I want to ask you this. With interest rates on the rise, how will your home sale be affected? Hey, it's Lars Larson. Can you still make money on your property? Well, here's the answer. Call the only agent in Medford I trust to make me top dollar. Jared Hokinson with Hokinson Realty. Jared and his team are local to Medford, and they know exactly how to make this market work for you. They'll get your home sold for top dollar no matter what the marketplace is doing. The thing is, Jared has options and strategies that get your home sold fast. His top industry-leading marketing creates demand for your home, driving up the price. And best of all, Jared guarantees to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agree to or he'll buy it. Now you know why real estate expert and Shark Tank star Barbara Corcoran and I can't stop talking about Jared Hokinson right here in Medford. Call him today, 541-772-SOLD, or go online to 541-772-SOLD.com. That's 541-772-SOLD.com. If you're turning 65 soon and need to learn about Medicare and your options for supplemental coverage, Lynn at Sky Park Insurance can help. Just ask Karen. Hi, I spent 45 plus years in the health industry, so I wanted someone with expert knowledge. Lynn either knew the answer or got right back to me with details. She went the extra mile. Thanks, Lynn. Sky Park makes Medicare enrollment easy. Enroll or review your plan with Lynn Barton at Sky Park Insurance. Call 541-499-095. 1063 KMED, 993 KCMD, and this is the Bill Meyer Show. Diane Anderson with me, and uh, on the 10th, which will be next Wednesday, when will you be uh, having your next uh, uh, The 10th, seminar? and then again on the 25th. The 10th is will be uh, at 5.30 at the Phoenix Library. Phoenix Library on the 10th, yeah, right. so it's next Wednesday. Yeah. 5.30? The, 5.30. Okay. And then on the 25th, I'll be at the Central Point Library um, at 5.30. What I wanted to uh, just close out with here, because you know what, what you're talking about, what we hear of is globalism, the great reset, and uh, hey, we're going to have this Medford Vision 2040, Jacksonville Vision 2050, you know, all this kind of stuff. It does appear to be a conditioning and folding everybody into a world Soviet of sorts. Right, it is a world Soviet, yes. And it's why I think uh, many of us uh, feel so uh, frustrated about this. You had a a paper here uh, just a moment ago, and we cannot find it. I don't know if we put it down someplace, but it was fascinating. Came off the White House archive site. Oh, I think I see it here. It fell over. Here it is. Oh. Ah, okay, this is archived from uh, the U.S. State Department here that um, Sam was talking about. Could you explain about this, this U.S.-Russia bilateral presidential commission, and this was uh, in the Obama administration, Obama administration July of 2009? Yes. Um, it's surprising what you can find in archives, whether it's in the government or not. But um, what they did, they decided to go ahead and do a reset together early on. That's back in 2009. And... They decided to take all the heads of all the cabinets, departments, or any other departments in mm-hmm. the United States and match them up with someone in Russia that that led some of those same types of departments. Um, for instance, Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State. Okay, So she went over there and gave a yellow box with a red button on it, a reset button, to Lavrov who was there, considered their Secretary of State kind of thing. Wasn't Lavrov, wasn't he the one that uh, that had uh, talked to 
um, or that Obama had talked to in that hot mic uh, situation, yes. which said, you know, uh, in other words, wait until after the reelection and then we can. Uh, you know, then we can talk more. We can talk more. Yeah. yeah that kind, kind of thing. Of thing. Mm-hmm. But during their meeting in Moscow, they decided to go ahead and share everything. I don't care. It, when you read the whole agreement that they made, most of it's about nuclear, you know, proliferation. We need to, you know, put that on the side and come to some yeah, good yeah, which means peaceful that the, terms. Which usually means the United States uh, destroys its missiles and Russia, Russia keeps right, its missiles. Right, okay. I didn't concentrate on that. I'm not schooled enough yeah. to have that background. So I went down further in, into the treaty area, and I found the fact that they were going to share all the cultural and education uh, goals together. And what happened was when American corporations found that we were going to do this and the Berlin Wall fell down, especially, you know, 10 years earlier, that they wanted to go over there and invest in those types of things for Russia. They could make a lot of money making knowledge a commodity, mm-hmm. you know, especially online. So they they had a commission that worked, uh, had 16 working groups ranging from the nuclear thing, all the way to cultural, even as sports ex- exchanges, civil society, and that kind of thing. So Silicon Valley, MIT, so universities and, and tech companies went over there, and we donated lots of money, and they built Skolkovo Institute, okay? And it is bigger than the Pentagon, the building itself. And it lies just outside of Moscow, and I heard one, or I read one thing that they stated, whether it's true or whether they're bragging, they have 31,000 people that live and work there in laboratories. And these laboratories are multicultural and multidisciplinary uh, teams that get together to, to come up with ways to create more global oneness, global coursework, whatever so they want to make sure that, like, X, um, ed, EDX would be one of those global uh, online servers, a mock, mm-hmm. um, that they would have the first billion student school, billion students online working together. So... I wondered how close that was to even education here. And I went back to a document I had and started looking at people rather than ideas. And I found uh, in Medford, um, there was a, a commission, a nonprofit that came in. They wanted to know if there was enough capacity in order to... Uh, put this this whole scheme together here early on. And there was one of their consultants was a gal named Matissa um, Hollister. So I thought, I'm going to start looking into people herself. And she, she, here she was a consultant in Medford in 1995, and now she works for the World Economic Forum. And she's one of the major players in ethical uh, delivery of human resource digital uh, AI technology. It, it seems kind of funny that uh, Southern Oregon seems to be kind of a... Petri dish. A Petri dish. Yeah, it's been looked at exactly. as a Petri dish here uh-huh. for uh, for many of, of these policies. 
interesting. Um, I'm I'm asking for you to to speculate here with me a bit. Okay. Okay. And then and then we'll have to wrap for now because uh, the show's coming right. to an end. But um, Joel Skalzin, you are you aware of Joel yes. Skalzin? Joel Skalzin has uh, who does the World Affairs Brief, and right. I uh, subscribe to that. That's my dog in the fight. Okay. I have him on the show every now and then. He has posited for years now that the destruction of the Soviet Union was a fake job, was essentially a head fake, and that it was, um, and that it was about, hey, we play dead and then we merge, and our vision of world communism or globalism right. sort of becomes the, uh, you know, the norm. And do you do you think that what you're seeing here, even what you're talking about, the Obama? And the Obama administration's, uh, you know, merging of many of these uh, well, they started agencies. they started this uh, friendly relations even early on, nineteen fifties. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. All the universities were geared toward a Marxist ideology. And a lot of people like to say, "Well, oh, it's fascism." We got all these corporations at the very top instead. But whether you look at communism or fascism. It's all about collectivism, and that's from the it's hand. Still that's a, from it's, the still hand a, it's still a collectivism form. Yeah, that's okay. from the hand of Marx right there. And um, I, I go back like Skousen and any of the others that, that do the excellent research on all this stuff and try to tell people. The problem is people look at it as global, not global. They need to look at it as local now because it is here in your backyard, if not on your front steps. Yeah, globalism is here in Medford and Grants Pass and Ashland. It's here right now. It's not a, uh, it's a matter to what degree? Yeah. Glocal. Glocal. I I like that. I like that term, glocal. They use Hmm. that term, glocal. Glocal. (laughs) Yeah, Hmm. I borrow a lot of terms from them. All right. Um, But when, uh, next Wednesday is when I want to emphasize how this is going to affect education. And education does not mean formal education for just young students. It means for everybody. For instance, um, healthcare workers have to go back and take EDI courses all the time to make sure that they understand that they are uh, in, they have implicit bias, oh, you know, yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and the other thing is that, yeah, you're, you're right, you have to come back and you have to be retrained in your uh, hate whitey Right, sort of thing, right. and uh, and and oh, by the way, take the jab, safe and effective. Right, right. This whole thing compare. I compare it to Lenin when he went into a city, Petrograd, any of those cities, and took them over by force. And what they called the vulgarity of Leninism, they're taking the vulgarity of Leninism out by doing it this way. You know, we're not going in and just grabbing anything that smacks of communication like telegraph or telephone Mm -hmm. systems or transportation like he did. He grabbed a hold of all that. Which was vulgar and obvious. Right. Oh, yeah. He he did it by force, and his speeches were very violent. So people were, they cowered. They went in, and and a great guy wrote a, a book called The Whispers. You... You know, there was always Marxist ears listening, and now we now we're hiring. The city is supposed to hire docents in order to make sure everything's livable. Are they going to be listening to, as far as even looking to make sure things are livable? Yeah. You know, where we have come from, the '90s, right after the Berlin Wall came down, 
And that wall fell westward. It didn't fall eastward. I mean, I'm sorry, it fall it fell eastward so that we went over that wall to to shake hands with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they when people are concerned about the religious aspect of this too, there's there's a spirituality that they would like to see in every harmonious unit, neighborhood unit plan, that kind of thing. But it's always with a leaven of Christianity, a friend of Christianity. And that's what happened when we got politically connected here with Obama going over to Russia and shaking hands, a friend with our enemy, a friend. We just need a modicum of friendship. Look how far we can go. And they had all the power in the world. Now, Klaus Schwab's mentor was Maurice Strong. And he's the one that really got all the, the, the forum going and put it in Davos, Switzerland. Klaus Schwab just inherited it. Um, some people consider him the new Antichrist. Some people consider him that he is a totalitarian type of guy. And then other people will look at him and say, oh, well, he's so out of, out, you know, this is so... Um, out of space, you know, outer space stuff, it could never possibly happen here. It already is. It is happening. All right. There, there's a difference between um, programming on a computer for an input and an output. And a computer does a lot of actions. It takes data and puts an output for you, an answer kind of thing, an answer, question to answer. But... Machine learning is different. And for a long time, I thought machine learning was about, oh, you're going to get on the online and you're going to do a coursework right there on your computer. No, machine learning is a way that a computer learns. So what they do is they take past data and they, they add a bunch of data to a, a possible answers or answers that had been given years ago, and they combine the two. So machine learning becomes closer to an intelligent type of per- thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of scary. I, I won't go into that yeah, with yeah, any yeah. of our staff. And we're, and we're out of time at this point. Right. So, you know, yeah. well, hang it back. You always know that. You're always welcome here. And uh, it's great on Conspiracy Theory Thursday because, <laughs> yeah. like I said, it's the biggest conspiracy of all. And the thing is, it's it's out in the open if you just read it and look at it. <laughs> That's the most fascinating part. Okay. Yeah. Do we have one minute? Okay. No, I really no. don't. Oh. Okay. 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 Well, okay. I'll give you one minute. Then I'm probably going to have to skip news. We'll skip news this time. Okay. Okay. Um, human resources. That's when we stop talking talking about uh, your personnel office or anything like that. What vendors will be doing is trying to sell big corporations on how they can manage their human resources. If they buy the whole package, it means that uh, you will be monitored for the whole life cycle of your employment, the whole thing. They divide it up into percentages. So the tool, the toolboxes that they sell, uh, they might have a toolbox for uh, assessing employees. Okay, just kind of yeah. to the chase here. People have already been talking about uh, this uh, this concept that the boss owns you twenty four seven. Right, right, yeah, that sort of thing. Right, that's and what that, we're getting. Uh, hey, if there's, and, and of course you're connected if you get the cell phone or something like that. This sounds like a tool to uh, to make that a reality. Yeah, it is exactly. Yeah, to, in which, uh, you, oh well, we better watch that uh, that social media post. 
that you made right. the other day. Just, uh, you know. That's why I stay off of it. Because <laughs> uh, big, big Brother, Big Boss is always uh, watching, okay? Yeah. So Wednesday, Phoenix uh, library, library is where you're doing this. 530 is when this happens. And then again on the 25th at the Central Point Library. All right. Yes. 530, same 530 time. 530 time, All right. same time. And uh, Diane, thank you so much for coming down. Well, thank okay? you for having me. Diana Anderson once again. And uh, her uh, book, if you hadn't picked up a copy, is uh, Who Made Schools Marxist Training Centers. Okay? And there you go. Pull that up there. And that's available, uh, you know, where good books are sold. No, thank you. Including Amazon. Okay? Thank you. It is 847. Tired of having to wait weeks to have your vehicle looked at or even just have the oil changed? Stop waiting. Call American Rencher Garage. At American Rencher Garage, we have excellent appointment availability with quick turnaround. Every service includes a complimentary multi-point vehicle inspection so you can make informed decisions on your vehicle services and repairs. Call today and drive with confidence. American Rencher. United through service. Across from Elmers, 499 699-6673. Getting ready to refinance or sell your property? Once you get the process started, there'll be appraisals and inspections and, yes, well tests. So get ahead of the game and get your water tested now. You'll get the immediate peace of mind that comes with knowing what's in your water. Plus, you'll be able to close the deal faster. The team at Grants Pass Water Lab are ready to help. Look us up online at thewaterlab.com or gpwaterlab.com. It's 848. Jay Austin and Company, Gold and Silver Buyers in Ashland Grants Pass, big uh, friend of the program. And I think you need to be a friend of them, too, because, well, they'll be your friend, really. Uh, they have a brand new website, which is fortunereserve.com. This new year that we've been uh, talking so much about all the uh, heavy news, it's, uh, we're still dealing with a lot of the same old problems. Stress is under the uh, surface, people wanting to prepare in many more ways than one. Uh, maybe storing a form of wealth is something you would consider, too. Physical gold and silver from a great local company, Jay Austin and Company Gold and Silver Buyers, has a, a big, long history of helping people build long-term wealth, the precious metals, Okay. Big Money understands this. Uh, World central banks in the countries are continuing to buy gold, even while telling you to buy stocks, even while the Federal Reserve uh, prints an endless supply of uh, physical currency. It's a, it's a fascinating situation. So make Jay Austin, in other words, fortunereserve.com, a part of your wise financial plan for 2024 and beyond. There's still time, okay? They'll make it easy for you. Just log on, fortunereserve.com. Again, fortunereserve.com. Find the physical gold and silver and platinum you need, and you can even have it delivered to your door. An easy way to remember their name, think of the Federal Reserve known for debt, but Fortune Reserve, the focus is on value. FortuneReserve.com from Jay Austin. This hour of the Bill Myers Show is brought to you by Johnson Builders, Southern Oregon's leading authority on post-frame and steel buildings for over 20 years. The Best of Southern Oregon magazine is online at bestofsouthernoregon.com. To find out who won gold and silver medals in nearly 200 categories, just visit the website and flip through the magazine online. You can also sort by category and learn about Southern Oregon's best suppliers of goods and services, such as Fontana Roofing, Oregon Ear, Nose, and Throat Center, and Boise Cascade. Congratulations to all the award winners from Bicoastal Media, publishers of Best of Southern Oregon. Visit bestofsouthernoregon.com today. <coughs> My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks Dayquil High Blood Pressure from Max Strength Daytime Relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. Dayquil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks Dayquil High Blood Pressure. 
The daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use it directed. Progressive presents an ad from mom. Hello? Is it on? Oh, okay. Bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive and get protection round the clock. Round the clock? Does this generation even understand what round the clock means? But don't come, I'm just saying, because don't come to me when they ask for to do this over because the kids won't get it. Get round the clock protection when you bundle and save with Progressive. It's easier than getting your mom to make this radio ad. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers not available in all states or situations. Since this is the sappiest time of year, we're sending out a multitude of gratitude for giving our Garrison's family a great 2023. You helped to transform many a home and revitalize many a community. We didn't do it alone. You made this happen. Thank you for your awesomeness. These days, there are so many ways to celebrate the season, and we don't want to turn this into anything ho-ho-hokey. So, however you celebrate, happy holly stuff and things from the gang at Garrison's Home, Garrison Sleep, and Garrison's Warehouse Clearance Center. The Bill Myers Show is on 106.3 KMED and 99.3 KCMD. A52 and change. Hope you are doing well this morning. 770-5633 to join in. Interesting, uh, some of the stories, some of the stories got uh, lost in the shuffle here over the last uh, couple of days here. Yesterday, NBC5 was reporting that Oregon's Republican Party responding to efforts to keep former President Donald Trump off the primary ballot. Several states, including Oregon, Maine and Colorado, invoking the 14th Amendment. We know about this one. I was talking with that, uh, that attorney a little bit later this morning or earlier this morning, rather. Oregon Republican Party issued a statement reading in part, quote, the ORP will continue to stand for the rights of American voters to free and fair elections. We will not stand by silently while political activists pervert our justice system to mute the voices of American citizens. Our elections must be a true expression of the will of the American people. That's really interesting that the uh, Oregon Republican Party will go uh, to bat there for former President Trump. And I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Did the Oregon Republican Party as a group ever come out and support the senators and say, hey, the senators who denied quorum after this uh, Measure 113 debacle, they didn't put out a statement against 113 in the voters' pamphlet, didn't say boo about that. And then they had 10 of their bravest, most principled senators who are also being kept off the uh, ballot. Unless the uh, courts perform a miracle, right? Uh, I just couldn't help but uh, but connect a little bit of the two there. Uh, you see where I'm getting at? Maybe it's safe to uh, to go on the record and say, hey, we're going to defend former President Trump. Would it be a little less safe or a little uh, more problematic to defend the conservative senators that actually stood up for principle? I'm just raising a question. I just thought I'd just uh, put that out there. I'm a big fan of Republicans. I really am. And I want them to act like them. All of that, okay? Speaking of President Trump, there's another story. And Jerry and a couple of other people sent this to me. So the Gateway Pundit. A new Russian history book for 11th grade students claims that former President Donald Trump lost the 2020 presidential election as a result of obvious electoral fraud by the Democratic Party. 
yeah, so it would appear that uh, uh, the Kremlin, even the Kremlin knows the 2020 elections were stolen. Of course, I don't know. I know after that talk with Sam Anderson with that merger of Russia and uh, federal government State Department activity. Maybe there's a little more to the Russia-Russia, too. I don't know. But uh, I thought that's that's interesting that Russia school students are taught that the 2020 election is stolen, while our uh, our students are taught that uh, the 2020 election and the protest after that was an insurrection. That's what they're being taught. Another story I also found interesting. Researchers, tribes, residents, and this is on um, JPR, JPR's website. Researcher tribes, residents prepare for a century of sediment release from the Klamath dams. They're talking about catching fish and trying to protect them because they say when they open up the gates on the uh, on the dam, is just going to start a a whole ton of um, of sediment being released into the rivers, and they'll be dealing with this for many, many, many years. Isn't this astounding when you think about it? The fraud that's been committed. On the Klamath Dam. Originally, the plan was to dredge all of that sediment because it was, well, the environmentalists rightly said this was going to uh, destroy the fish. And, of course, we're told we had to get rid of the dam because of the fish. Well, to dredge it was too expensive. Hundreds of millions of dollars to do it. that didn't exist. But now they're admitting that, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to be having to, uh, to deal with this. If a private company, if we were to go out there and say, hey, you know, we want to take uh, several hundred uh, tons of sediment, and because it's too expensive for us to take it off our farmland, for instance, we want to flush it down the Klamath or the Rogue River, uh, you'd be sued out of existence. But, uh, you know, you do it as part of a uh, gangrene project and uh, all's forgiven. Yeah, tells you there's a real scam on that. Fight the scam. Fight the fraud. There's a lot of it to go around. Mm, good. Artisan Bakery Cafe new owners McKay and Jamie and their two sons invite you to come enjoy unique European-style pastries made fresh daily in South Medford for over 18 years. Baked goods the way they ought to be. Delicious and out-of-this-world satisfying. One memorable bite after another will leave you wanting more. From cupcakes to almond bear claws, rich butter horns, fruit-filled scones, cupcakes, beignets, and more. 1325 Center Drive next to South Fred Meyer, 24. 24- Stay updated on recreational opportunities all over our region with the Outdoor Report. Every Friday morning just past 7 a.m. on the Bill Meyer Show. The Outdoor Report on KMED and KCMD is powered by Oregon Trunk and Auto Authority, driven by Linex. Off Vilas Road on Airway Drive. Hi, I'm Steve Potter, body shop manager of Lithia Body and Paint, and I'm on 106.7 KMED. It's 57 Selma Dave. How you doing, buddy? Uh, you are commemorating $34 trillion, right? Yep. Commemorate that fact. I'm going to hit you with an oldie but goodie, which I brought up four years ago with you. So in 2002, when we were at $5 trillion in debt, Paul O'Neill, the Treasury Secretary under Bush, commissioned a, commissioned a study with Mr. Golkey from the Cato Institute and Mr. Schmetters, a professor of economics at Pennsylvania University. They said, in that report, that at that time, at five trillion dollars in debt, in order to get our in order to get our um, finances in order, that uh, individual and corporate interest uh, income taxes would have to be increased by sixty nine percent. Federal payroll taxes must be increased by ninety five percent. Social Security benefits must be slashed by forty five percent, 
and government spending must be cut by 106%. So we're now at $34 trillion. That's six times as much. You'd have to multiply those numbers by six times to get what we need to do to get our house in order today. <laughs> well, so I what th- did they do? They pulled the report and fired the guy. Uh, well, you know, uh, nothing's worse. The biggest faux pas of all is to tell the truth in Washington, D.C. We'll talk more about it on Friday, Selma Dave. See you then. Okay? At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. 